0: Welcome to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Norman, former perfectionist, people pleaser, and rule follower who woke up one day and realized I'd been living somebody else's dream because of my fear of stepping outside the lines. That's why I started this podcast, to interview authors, entrepreneurs, and everyday people who learn to overcome their fears and obstacles in order to live the life of their dreams Shine the light on how we can live the life of art. Hi, friends! Thank you for joining me on my very first episode of this podcast. Uh, it's a scary journey for me, but one that I'm excited to go on with you. I wanted to start out with a quote from a he was an Irish thought leader back in the early 1900s. His name was Emmett Fox. The quote is, do it trembling if you must, but do it. And that's what I'm doing, literally trembling right now because this is such a foreign thing to me. I'm not eloquent. I'm a introvert and a quiet and shy person. So this is definitely going out of the box. But I hope that if it can even help one person, it'll be worth it all. So in this podcast, I wanted to kind of explain about the podcast, why I'm doing it, why this podcast, why now, why me? The title of the podcast, Beacons of Bravery, is kind of ironic because I have always felt anything but brave. Um, My whole life I've been, I would say almost crippled with fear and anxiety, never feeling comfortable in my own skin. But I always looked at other people who were doing things that that seemed so easy for them. I said, how are they doing it? Just why are they not afraid like I am? And so the point of this podcast is for me to learn along with you from people who have overcome fears and obstacles and gone on to live, you know, the life of their dreams this podcast i'm going to talk a little bit about myself and growing up and what has led to some of these things just because i want to kind of set the ground and let y'all know who your host is because i want to reserve my future podcast to highlight all of the guests that i bring on because they're amazing and they are the beacons of bravery so as i said earlier uh, i've always been kind of shy introverted. I was a child who loved reading, kind of stayed to myself, even though I had friends. I was always a people pleaser. I wanted to do the right thing. I wanted to please my parents and my teachers and my youth group leaders and everything. And I was really obsessed with trying to be as perfect as possible. But in the beginning, in grade school and even up into middle school, I was a chubby kid. So I was kind of finding my solace in food. In fact, I remember sitting in the bathtub sometimes and looking in the spout and seeing the reflection of my fat rolls as I'm sitting down. And I was just disgusted with myself, but yet I kept going back to food. So I was teased a little bit. I wasn't morbidly obese, but I was chunky But that set me on a path of, well, I've got to do better then. So fast forward into middle school, lost a little weight, on into high school, I just got tired of it. And I said, well, one summer, all I was going to do was eat carrot sticks and run five miles a day. And that's what I did between my sophomore and junior year and lost a ton of weight, was basically starving myself and got very thin and noticed that I was getting a lot of attention. So I said, thin equals attention. Okay, this is good. And now I feel more perfect and a little bit more comfortable in my skin. Well, you can't keep that up for long, or at least I couldn't, (laughs) because I loved food. So that turned into uh, an eating disorder, which was bulimia this time. So that was binging and purging. And that went on throughout high school, On into the early parts of college because I was always, like I said, wanting to be perfect, afraid of what other people thought, all that kind of thing. And one of my biggest fears growing up was a, I was paralyzed with fear of public speaking. Couldn't stand it. In fact, I didn't even like to give answers in class. So, this came to a head when, you know, part of my perfectionism was trying to get straight A's, good grades, you know, all throughout school. The result of this is that I did become one of the valedictorians in high school, but along with that came the necessity to give a speech at graduation. And I about died. I begged, I pleaded, please don't make me give a speech. Please, I'll do anything. I'll write a letter, I'll do anything. They said, no, you have to give a speech. And so as I prepared, I prayed, God, please take this fear away. Please. I just don't know why it's so bad. I I don't want to do this, but I know I have to. And so I did. I got up and gave a speech and I'm not going to lie. It was not good. (laughs) And I'm surprised I didn't faint up there because I was literally terrified. Um, So that was my first taste of public speaking and my distaste for it. But I survived and went on to college. I started out as an English major because I wanted to be in the book publishing business, but, and I went to school in Seattle my first year and hated my English classes. So I said, what else can I do? And about that time, my best friend was also kind of not happy with where she was going to school. So we decided to move to a smaller school, state school in Oregon. And she said, why don't you pursue physical therapy? You're good at math and science. And I knew I didn't want to give shots or do anything like that. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. So then that became my path college was okay at first. Um, but then I had the taste of the first real trauma in my life. And that was a sexual assault by a group of guys from California. Um, and it was very traumatic and I never sought help for it. The next day I just went along with my life. Didn't really tell anybody. But again, that resulted in another fear, and that fear was, what if people find out that, you know, this happened or that I'm bad or whatever? So at that point, my self-worth was so low that I turned to uh, relationships with guys that were meaningless, but I was trying to find uh, fulfillment and meaning through them. And that went on for many years. And of course, that didn't work either. But again, I always had this fear. What if people find out that they know that I'm a bad person? You know, I'm sure we've all had those kind of fears. Um, And then just kind of went on with life, became a physical therapist. Um, Eventually, when I was 30, got married and I have two kids. Um, And I'm probably not going to talk much about them because they didn't sign up for this. You know, they're they got their own stories to tell. So needless to say, my career as a physical therapist has been a good one, but there's always been this dream in my heart to write a book, to do things that are more on the psychological, personal development side because that's where my passion lies. In fact, I've recently kind of narrowed down what I feel the purpose of my life is. And this is the statement that I came up with. My purpose is to use my curiosity and creativity to coach and inspire others to live fully charged, joy-filled lives. And that's because for a lot of my life, I hadn't been living that, but I've been on a journey and I'm no better than anybody else. I've, I've just been working at it for a while. And I just want everyone to know that I have major flaws I'm just doing this scared knowing that I don't like to put my dirty laundry out there but that it's gonna happen I've been hiding a lot of stuff for a long time and I do have a a quote in my room that I have um, up on my wall and it says what you hide controls you and I really believe that because it's exhausting it's exhausting to hide So my goal is to be as much as an open book as I can be without hurting other people. And then mainly to, like I said, give you hope and inspiration with the guests that I bring on. So as I said before, um, despite of all of my quests to be perfect, I'm far from it. And I've done a lot of running away from feelings, from everything along the way. I've used food, I've used over-exercising, I've used alcohol, and I'm a person of faith. You know, I was raised that way, and it's, it's still a struggle that I have. So my goal is to face things now, and like I said, if this rings true with anybody else, I hope that you'll you know be brave enough to say the things you need to say as well. And pursue your dreams and goals. One of the main themes of this podcast is fear and also how to overcome fear. I spent many years trying to suppress fear, especially the fear of public speaking. In the job that I have currently, I'm called on to publicly speak and teach quite frequently, and it's gotten a little better, but I still have the heart racing, sweaty armpits right before each time I go up there and I've prayed and prayed and, you know, read books and done everything possible and just, you know, deep breathing, meditated, everything, and still it sneaks up. But I've realized that when you try to push fear away, you're only making it stronger It's kind of like, I've read your emotions are like little children. You know, we have fear, we have happiness, you know, all those little emotions in us. And if our little child of fear is trying to tell us something, you know, it's hollering, you're scared, you're scared, and you're just shutting it in a room, locking the door and trying to, you know, let it be, it's going to get louder and louder until you listen to it. So I've been learning that what you need to do is kind of take that little child in you and hear it out. See, you know, what it's trying to tell you, love it, listen to it, and it'll kind of fade away. And that's the opposite of what I've been doing my whole life. So that's another goal of this podcast is to try to give you um, tips and techniques from myself, the books I've read, and the people that I bring on for ways to help you if you're dealing with certain specific fears. So let's go on to why did I choose a podcast and why now? Uh, Why did I choose a podcast? Because I love podcasts, and I will say they've probably changed my life. About four or five years ago, I started listening to them And really have learned so much from people that are just like you and I that have just maybe they're one or two steps ahead of us. So I said if podcasts are the medium that I like to listen to and that I like to get information from, that's what I'm going to give to other people as well. And even though speaking is coming up again and it brings up all my fears, I just have to take one foot forward at a time to try to reach at least, like I said, one person that maybe helped with all of this. And then the why now. I recently took a group coaching course where we, it was called Made to Do This, and we really got to the root of, you know, what we feel our gifts are, what our passions are, what we have to bring the world. And we learned about podcasting. We learned about a bunch of different things. and I just felt drawn to it. And that coaching course was really the first time I had invested money in coaching and mentoring and it made all the difference in the world. I'd been trying to do it on my own for a long time with reading books, which I still recommend and listening to podcasts. But really having that accountability and encouragement of my peers, that's what encouraged me to go on and do the podcast. So I'm really excited to bring on my friends on the show, some old friends, some new friends, people I've met through the coaching programs I'm in, and authors whose books have inspired me. I'm excited to bring them on the show so that I can uh, showcase them to you and you get to know them and their inspiration as well. For the most part, this podcast will be an interview format where I interview these awesome friends of mine, and the end result is that you will come away with takeaways that you can use and implement in your life right away to help you take the next step in your dreams, whatever they may be. But there'll be the occasional podcast where I come on and sort of like this, try to maybe talk about different things going on in my life or books I've read or if I've gone to a conference or retreat, takeaways from there, just popping in to just share a little one-on-one with you. Either way, at the end of the day, I really want you to be able to listen to this podcast and take something away from it that will inspire you or help you in your life in some way. So kind of along those lines, I want to read an excerpt, a story out of a book called Dare to Be Yourself by Alan Cohen. This is called The Eagle's Flight. One day, a naturalist who was passing by a farm saw in the barnyard a flock of chickens, and among them was an eagle. The naturalist inquired of the owner why it was that an eagle, the king of all birds, should be reduced to living in the barnyard with the chickens. "'Since I have given it chicken feed and trained it to be a chicken, it has never learned to fly,' replied the owner. "'It behaves as chickens behave, so it no longer thinks of itself as an eagle.' "'Still,' insisted the naturalist, "'it has the heart of an eagle and surely can be taught to fly.' After talking it over, the two men agreed to find out whether this was possible. Gently, the naturalist took the eagle in his arms and said, "'You belong to the sky and not to the earth.' Stretch forth your wings and fly. The eagle, however, was confused. He did not know who he was. Seeing the chickens eating their food, he jumped down to be with them again. Undismayed, the naturalist took the eagle up on the roof of the house and urged him again, saying, You are an eagle. Stretch forth your wings and fly. But the eagle was afraid of its unknown self and the world and jumped down once more for the chicken food. On the third day, the naturalist rose early and took the eagle out of the barnyard to a high mountain. There he held the king of birds high above him and encouraged him, saying, You are an eagle. You belong to the sky as well as the earth. Stretch forth your wings now and fly. The eagle looked back toward the barnyard and up to the sky. Still he did not fly. Then the naturalist lifted him straight towards the sun, and it happened. The eagle began to tremble. Slowly he stretched his wings. At last, with a triumphant cry, he soared into the heavens." I read that story just because it had a big effect on me because I think a lot of us, even though we're all born as eagles, have been living like chickens for a long time. We're doing as everyone else does, saying what they do, working the jobs that they have, when really we know in our hearts that we were born to soar like an eagle. So I hope that's encouraging to you. I want you to know that you're never too old or too young, too fat or too thin, too smart or too dumb to pursue your dreams. You are meant for more. I want to give a quote from one of my mentors. It was the teacher of the group coaching program that we took. Her name's Kathy Heller. And this was actually a quote from her rabbi. And the quote is, your birthday is the day that God said this world couldn't live without you. And that's what I believe. This world needs you and your gifts. And it's time for you to be an eagle and fly. So I'll leave you with the same words that I started with. The quote by Emmett Fox. Do it trembling if you must, but do it. That's what I want for you, friends, to go out and do what you know you were meant to do. Thank you for listening to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you would go and rate and review the show and also share it with somebody who you think would benefit from listening to the message. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram or you can email me at beaconsofbravery at gmail.com. I hope something that you heard today will help you go out and live a more joy-filled, inspired life. Don't keep playing it safe. Be brave today. And of course, a huge shout out to Steve Denny for providing the music for this podcast.